folks, and welcome back to another episode of Michigan Pathways. This is your host, John. And I hope you guys had a great year. As I said before, a um, lot going on this year. Got a lot uh, I want to be able to present in a very short time. But we're saying, yeah, it's only the first of the year. But it is the way I want to kind of break down this year. And I want to kind of get a lot in, if you will. So to start off, it's January 10th, 2024. And we're still on first aid. And I want to kind of make something clear um, to everybody uh, that I should have done on the very first episode. In is that this is all educational, okay? So what I mean, this is all educational, I still highly recommend going and getting a first aid class. Getting hands-on, working with, you know, a local organization that has certified people to teach first aid. Doesn't have to be wilderness first aid, but it's something that you should be able to recognize an injury or know how to help somebody that is in need. Um, we're going to kind of go over some uh, different points today, the stuff that you should be kind of aware um, when you're going through a first aid situation, uh, whether it be in the woods or out and about or in your own home. So um, first off, you know, get a hands-on. Two, um, know your limitations. Uh, make sure you, before you get into something, that you are comfortable handling the situation. A lot of people um, can't handle first aid situations, and that's okay. That's okay. Because not a lot of people can handle, what do I do, what do I do, what do I do? Then that's when, you know, panic begins to set in. And you don't want that for yourself or the person that you're trying to help, you know. So as a firefighter and medic, you just, you have different things and protocols you have to have. And we'll kind of go over those because they are kind of a, a slow down and think of what you're doing before you do it. So, um, so we'll go through that. So. Um, in the last episode, we talked about different, uh, different wounds and what we can do, you know, basically how to kind of treat them, but as I said, hands on folks. So if you come across somebody who is in need of your help, the first thing you kind of should ask yourself, are you prepared to handle this? Before you even go up and into the area, um, are you physically and mentally, and do you have the proper gear, or do you know how to get a hold of somebody to get the first aid out to this person? So do you have the universal precautions that are going to help and protect not just you, but also the person that you are working with. I'm not going to use patient. Well, I'm not going to use that terminology here. Um, here, it would be an individual or a person. Okay. So when you're coming up to a person, you should approach them slowly and kind of talk to them out loud. In the meantime, as you're doing this, you should be scouting the area. 
looking around for what happened. Why did this person fall down? Or why is this person injured? Do we see something that could have tripped them up? Is there an electrical? You know, is there something? Did they get electrocuted and we can't see it? And, you know, what can I do? So once you have come up to the person, ask, do you need help? Don't assume somebody needs help. And you want a physical and sometimes, if you can, a verbal acknowledgement. Yes, I need help. Okay, where do you need help? What is wrong? So that way you have a kind of an understanding that, yep, they're looking for help and they need some kind of attention because they may not be able to get to their phone. They may not be able to move where they could have gone and got help. So... Then you look at that point, do I need to get a hold of somebody else? Do I have what it takes? Do I have what it's going to get, you know, this person the help that they need? So these are a lot of the little things that you have to look at when you are a, a addressing somebody. And I know there's a lot of steps we're, we're, we're leaving out here, but getting, you know, the help that uh, a person needs is, you know, the, the biggest thing is what you're looking for. And the other thing that um, once you start talking to this person, put a name out there. Because if, if, if for some instance, some reason you have to go call, you know, for 911 or a local assistance or something like that, you have a name. I have, you know, John Doe. Or I have Jane Doe. And while you're talking to this person, ask them, do they have any allergies? You know, what happened? Little things to make sure that the person stays conscious as you're working with them. Because, you know, they may be in and out of consciousness. You know, it's like, you know, there may be something wrong where they maybe hit their head and they're not able to do, you know, or respond a lot. So first things first, name. That's an establishment. Allergies, if you can get anything, medications, so on and so forth. So another thing is I don't suggest you go rooting through um, their personal items. Uh, leave that for the uh, authorities. Unless somebody has told you to find some kind of identification, uh in their personal belongings and such like that. The other thing is when you're looking at somebody, notice that they have a medical tag. A lot of times people will have medical tags and they'll tell it'll tell you what's going on. You know, medical personnel will know what's going on. So um, that's kind of a, a basic breakdown, if you will, for a size, you know, for a, for the scene, you know. So when you come up to somebody, always uh, work you know in in that order if you can safety 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 folks that that is the biggest thing and make sure you got your gear as I said when we talked in the previous one you're building your your first aid gear your bag for yourself whether it be out and out and about or you have a bag that 
you are using day to day. I carry two different bags. I carry one uh, trauma bag that I had, that I made up while I was on the fire department. I still keep it very active and I keep it in the Jeep and then I have one for the home. I know how to use them. I know where they're at and my family knows how to use them. So that way everybody knows where and what compartments hold what. The same with your bag. You're going to know where things are at. You know how your bag is laid out. And you keep it that way each time. So that way there is no second guessing yourself. So I hope this is kind of helpful as we continue down the first aid. Um, I'm going to try to reach out to the community. And let's get some different opinions. And then uh, hopefully we'll be able to do a wrap up for the end of January, believe it or not. And I hope you guys are uh, able to get out there. I know the weather is doing great right now here in southeastern Michigan. It's been warm, but uh, we're seeing some flurries and such like that coming in. Get out there while you can. If not, like me, I just, I'd love to do the cold, but I don't have the gear for it. So with that being said, um, you guys have a great one. And you have a great rest of your week. And then I will hopefully see you on the trail. Take care. Bye.